This is Self Care You with Scott, and today we have a conversation with Holly Yeager. At the age of 23 years old, Holly is a college student studying animation and loves all things art. But she was very clear to don't ask her to dance as she doesn't necessarily have the moves like Jagger. At a young age, Hollywood was diagnosed with a mental illness called Trekatillomania. Yep, let's slow it right down here. Trekatillomania. It's an uncommon form of anxiety. And as if the anxiousness isn't enough, when stressed, Holly has a nervous habit of pulling out her hair. And not just hair on your head, I'm talking about your eyebrows and your eyelashes as well. Today we have a brave conversation with a young woman who is on the start of her journey speaking up about her mental illness. We find out what it takes to shave off all your hair to show she's leveling up and not letting this trecotilla, whatever you want to call it, hold her down. This is Self Care You, and we're about to level up with Holly Yager. appreciate you sticking around for another episode of self-care you i'm excited to hear about holly's journey with trichotillomania i imagine that any mental illness at a young age is not easy to deal with but we're going to get into a conversation with holly today about that on today's show we're speaking with a brave young woman about her journey holly how are you today hi scott i'm doing great how are you doing yeah i'm doing really well holly how we came to meet each other is the reason that we're here, which is I'm intrigued by this video that you posted on Facebook. You want to tell us a little bit about this video? Yeah. Well, honestly, I, it just started with a simple video I had posted on my Facebook page. When I uploaded, you know, I didn't think I'd receive much attention with it. But the amount of comments and likes and shares that I received was just absolutely overwhelming, like beyond anything that I'd ever imagined. Yeah. Um, and it is the type of video that once you just scroll through your social media and you happen to just step into it for a couple seconds, you realize that it's authentic. That's what I got from the video. It's powerful. My friend actually reposted it and I happened to see through it. I felt that was perfect for self-care you. We're about leveling up. We're about exposing people that are being positive in their communities and trying to do good things. And we definitely think you're that person. Well, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you to say. <laughs> Here at Self Care U, we really want to get down to the issues that we're dealing with. I'm really interested in hearing about trichotillomania. Can you tell us about this? <laughs> yeah, sure. So uh, trichotillomania, or uh, it's it's called trick for short, uh, so you don't have to say such a mouthful. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's a lot. I don't blame you. So trick is essentially a form of anxiety. Um, it's not as common as others. It essentially whenever I'm feeling stressed or anxious, I have this habit of pulling my hair and it could be, you know, the hair on my head or my eyebrows or my eyelashes. So it's just a nervous habit that, you know, when I pull my hair, it makes me feel better. And most of the time I don't even realize that it's happening. Like it's just such a natural feeling for me when I finally do realize, you know, I might have a bit of a bald patch or I might be missing an eyebrow or something. And then I'll have to wait for it to grow back. So it's right. a little strange, but it's similar to, you know, someone biting their nails or something to help them ease cope. their nerves, I guess. <laughs> yeah, cope with it. I'm interested to tell you my story because 
I suffer from a little bit of anxiety as well in the sense that I had a panic attack once in front of 250 people in the middle of a conference. And from that panic attack, you start to maybe lose a little bit of confidence in yourself. You start to judge yourself. You start to wonder if people are looking at you or judging you. I can imagine that growing up with this diagnosis, it probably wasn't easy as a kid. How did it work when you were younger? Did you have some stressors that you had to deal with or was it just easily able to cover up, I guess? Right. Well, my diagnosis really started to come out when I was in grade two. So I was quite young at the time. Of course, you know, because I was so young, I still didn't really know what mental illness was. And, you know, I just thought my hair pulling was a bad habit and nothing more than that. But, you know, over the years, you know, my mother and my family would try to ease the idea of mental illness. And of course, at the time, I was just in denial because the thought of there being something quote unquote wrong with me really scared me as a kid. And I didn't want to admit that I had a mental illness. So I just lived in disbelief for a couple of years. It actually wasn't until my sister, she showed me a video of a woman who also had trichotillomania and she was sharing her experience and her story. And it was just a moment of realization, like, oh my gosh, like she feels exactly the way that I do. And I could just relate to her. And it was in that moment where I realized like, okay, yeah, like this trichotillomania thing, like it's real. Like I have this mental illness. And once I realized that, you know, I became very self-conscious and scared, um, especially going into high school, you know, those at that time, you're more insecure than anything. So. Right. I can imagine it's a little difficult trying to navigate those waters as, as a youth, you know, trying to conceal kind of what would be something that you think is judgmental. People are judging you or looking at you differently. Did your family really help you with it? coping were you able to have that conversation was it very open yes so actually my family has been so helpful especially my mom like she's been there with me throughout all of it and honestly her support is what has kept me feeling safe and more secure about myself i owe a lot of that to her really but uh, yeah no they were very very good very supportive you know i'd receive help from them whenever i was feeling stressed and I have a couple of good friends who I trust with my life. So I would tell them about it and they were completely fine with it. So that was kind of the moment where I realized, you know, people are more forgiving than they seem. <laughs> right. And it's difficult because when you go into the world, let's talk about the social world. It's not very acceptant of mental illnesses. They have this stigma, regardless of what it is, is that you're just not right. You're not yes. at even par with everyone, which is completely junk, to be honest with you. <laughs> totally. Oh, I agree. Most definitely. Like, yeah. And it's tough. It's tough to think that, you know, we're going to treat humans with a stigma because you have a diagnosis of something that has, a, you know, a nervousness that requires you to grab your hair or whatever it may be. It's such a hard thing to understand for other people who aren't acceptant to mental illness. I think we get a little bit better with it, but kudos to you getting through your youth. I'm sure your family really helped you during that time, but I really want to get back to the video. Sure. Yeah. No worries. And I really want people to understand our listeners to understand that this video was about the removal of your hair and your journey going through removing your hair and why you're doing so. Can you tell us? Yeah, of course. The purpose of the video and help us understand it. <laughs> well, honestly, um, it all started because 2020 
was just so stressful with everything going on, you know, the pandemic, everything happening in the States, like all these worldly events. It was just, it was a big year. That's for sure. (laughs) It was a big year. Yeah. Like one of the most stressful years of my young life, but it was at the point where I was so stressed. I was pulling so much that I just had a giant ball patch on my head and you know, no matter how hard I tried to cover it up, like there was no, there was no hiding it. Like you could definitely notice it. So I decided, you know, we're in quarantine and it was something that I've always wanted to do, uh, but never had the courage to do. So I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to shave my head and just let it grow back evenly and basically start fresh. Right. That's good to, you know, have a fresh start new year. I imagine your family supported you during this time or Oh yeah, totally. (laughs) My mom was super supportive. She's like, yes, let's do it. Um, My dad was a little shocked. You could tell he was a little more adamant about it, but uh, you know, he, he opened up to it and he was like, you know what? No, like it's your choice. If this is what you want to do, you know, then do it. It was actually funny. My boyfriend out of everyone was like, oh, but your hair is so beautiful. Like, please don't shave it. And I'm like, no, like I'm going to do it. So of course he's been supportive, but uh yeah, no, I, I received a lot of love when I told everyone what I was going to do. So I'm really thankful for that. You know what? It's just hair when it comes down to it in the end. Yeah, exactly. And the impact of what people are going to get from your story is going to be way bigger than the cutting of your hair. You know, my mom suffered from breast cancer and she lost all mm-hmm. her hair. And I watched her go through that treatment uh, with chemo and radiation and watching her lose her hair and it's a devastating thing you really lose an avenue that a lot of people recognize you by so I'm a redhead so a lot of people (laughs) generally will categorize me in a room as the redhead guy but imagine imagine if I didn't have any hair right like you can understand Mm -hmm. how important that is to people and the confidence level that you have when you're going through what, what you are so I find it really interesting to hear your story about how you went through certain you know, times in your life. And I'm really interested to see how college was. You said you're in your last year of college. Is that correct? I am. Yes. And I just want to say, I'm so sorry to hear about your mom. I know that can't have been easy. Well, let me tell you this. Uh, my mom is still hanging out. She's moving and she's healthy. She's a bulldog. She goes through these things and takes care of them when she needs to. And she's had it. We're in 20 plus years now in remission. So that's fantastic. Good yeah, for we're, her. Pre- we're pretty happy about that for sure. Let's get back to, to college. I really want to know. Right. Kind of what, <laughs> I really want to know kind of how that how that looks. Some people generally will say when I go to high school, it was, you know, I might have been bullied or I felt like I just didn't fit in. But when I go to college, I become my own. I wonder how that was for yourself. I can I can definitely agree with that. Um, and high school. I feel like everyone's very insecure, but as soon as you go into college or university, that's really when you find yourself and discover what you want in life. So college honestly has been great. Like I really love it. I really feel like I can be myself and I know what I want to do with my life. This year in particular is especially stressful because it is my last year. So, you know, it's it's the big build up before the end of the finish line essentially we're just busy working on all of our projects. I'm in animation, so I'm just making animations here, there, everywhere. It's right, trying <laughs> it to not... keep yourself up to, up to the pace, right? Exactly. Yes. All the standards that you wouldn't think animation studios would have, but there, there are expectations uh, that you need to follow. So you just need right. to 
follow the rules and so trekatillomania yes i'm really interested if you had the ability now i know you're a young woman and you're still uh, new to going through this process but you have roughly close to 20 years of experience with this maybe a little less i guess but I really want to understand what it would be like if you were sitting across from somebody that just realized that they have trechotillomania and what you would mm -hmm. say to that person to comfort them in that, in that moment. Honestly, like if we weren't in a pandemic, I would just go up to them and hug them instantly. Like it's just, it's such an uncommon thing. And if I were to meet someone who was going through the same thing that I was like, it's so much harder than one could ever imagine because you know people give you looks on the side and they might be a little judgmental and it's not it's nothing to do with you it's just something that you were born with and something that you just can't control no matter how hard you try so you know if i ever were to meet someone i would just embrace them and you know let them know that they're not alone and it's more common than one might think like i've read so many stories about other people who have it and it just makes me feel i don't feel alone at right. all and it's it just it's such a comfort it doesn't define you as a human being you know what i mean oh like, no that's, that's not the limitation of what you have trichotillomania is obviously the first time i've heard about this <laughs> but you told me an awesome story about when you were younger you had seen a video from a lady and which now you're offering the same thing for the community can you tell us a little bit about why you feel that that video is going to be beneficial for someone who might have gone through what you were going through when you were younger? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I watched this video of this lady telling her story, and it just instantly connected with me. I just really hope that with my own video, I'm hoping that by sharing my own video, it will allow someone to connect on that spiritual level in a sense that they can understand and hopefully feel comforted in the fact that yes, other people have it and we just need to talk about it more honestly and end that stigma of mental illness being bad or being a scary thing. Like it's not, it's, totally. it's something that's more common than people might think. We need, just, we need to have more conversations about it for sure. Because if this is the first time I'm hearing about it and I'm a fairly open person, <laughs> that's, that's pretty crazy to think that there's going to be a, large group of people that just don't care about it, don't want to receive the information and don't want to hear it. So we definitely need to have that conversation more and more and more. Totally. Yeah. Holly, I'm really interested in the future, what that's going to be for yourself in the spotlighting of trechotillomania. We've done this video now. You've come out to the public and let the public know that you're not afraid of this and it's not going to define you as a human being. What's next for you? Well, um, I'm hoping I could be an inspiration to people and hopefully give them the courage to talk about their own stories, you know, whether it's their own or if they know someone. Honestly, in the end, I just really want a world where the stigma revolving around mental illness is gone and, you know, people can be more understanding and more open and know that their mental illness doesn't define them. Very much so. We appreciate that you're part of the self-care you community now, because that's exactly what self-care you is <laughs> at its finest. We're promoting positivity. We're trying to make sure that people understand that they have the ability to level up no matter what it takes. So why don't you put out your social media information, your contact information, because there might just be one person. This might just hit one person and that one person needs to have a conversation with you. So why don't you give them that information? 
Yeah, sure. So you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my name is Holly Jaeger, spelt J-A-E-G-E-R. You can think of Jaegermeister, the alcohol, because I know a lot right. of people do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's where I posted my video. And if you ever want to talk, you know, just you can private message me and I'll be happy to swap stories or give advice if I can. Awesome. Well, Holly, I appreciate you taking the time today to have a conversation about trichotillomania. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Scott. It's been a pleasure, really. All right. Be well. I want to thank Holly for taking the time to have a conversation with us about her mental illness. I know that can't be easy to just come out into the public, shave off all your hair, and expect that everyone's going to get it. But it doesn't matter if you get it, because Holly's support group and her family have got her back regardless of what's going on. You know, one in five Canadians experience mental illness. By the time that they're 40 years old, one in two will have a mental illness or may have had one. Please, if you are in crisis or you know someone who is in crisis, please call 905-666-0483 or 1-800-742-1890. Remember, if you know a person leveling up their lives, feel free to drop us a line at selfcareu underscore level up on Instagram or send us an email at selfcareupodcast at gmail.com. This is Self Care You, and we definitely leveled up today with Holly Yager. <laughs>